Y'all enjoying yourself tonight? Y'all enjoying yourself tonight? I got something y'all know, but we just flipped it a little bit. I think you're going to enjoy this one.
Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Hey. Yes, Royce the Ministries is on and popping tonight. Yes, indeed. We serve Almighty God. Put your hands together all over the world wide web and give God some praise because we serve a mighty God, a faithful God, a consistent God, a honorable God, a mighty strong tower. Yes, we do. Come on and open up your mouth all over the world wide web. He kept you tonight. He kept you today. He kept you since last week. Open up your mouth and give him all the praise, all the glory. Even if you don't feel well, even if it's been a hard day, even if it's been a perplexed day, open up your mouth because God, we are atmosphere shifters. We are atmosphere changers and we are game changers. Come on, what the devil meant for evil, God said, I'll work it out for your good. Even when you don't understand, trust me when you can't trace me. Hallelujah. And we give him all the praise. We give him all the glory. We give him all the honor. I thank God that he's kept me from all hurt, harm, and evil and danger. He's kept me even from myself. I can't hear nobody. He's kept me even from my old crazy self. Hallelujah. And I give him praise. What the devil meant to destroy me, God said, I'm going to use it in your destiny. What the devil meant to try to hold you back, God said, I'm going to give you a come up. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and I will strength in your heart Zion there's strength in the sanctuary tell somebody I made my house during COVID the sanctuary there is strength in your sanctuary God said I'll pour out my strength upon you so that you can be able to endure the next season so you can be able to go through the next season so that you can be able to triumph in the next season. Tell somebody my quiet time don't mean it's wasted time. My quiet time, he said, builds in confidence. Come on, because I'm building on things eternal, things that are lasting, things that are not temporal, things that have longevity. Yes, Lord, come on, it's revival time. Hallelujah, it's revival time all over. Thank you, Jesus. And one thing about revival time, revival time comes to uproot and revival come, time comes to encourage and establish and revive you. 
and resuscitate you and strengthen you and realign you. Hallelujah. Revival comes to uh, uh, build up your most holy faith. Revival comes, my God, to give you new focus, new energy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give him praise. I thank God for you, you, and you on tonight. I love you so much. I see my daughter, Tawanda. I see Sister Lisa. I see Sister Elaine. I see Sister uh, Teresa Williams. Thank you, Jesus. Dr. Mary Joshua, I love you so much. Amen. That's my birthday, sister. Yes, birthday, pastor. Amen. Thank God for Elder Chris is on tonight. Amen. We love to give our people shout out because, listen, ministry is nothing without you. Amen. Amen. And sometimes, although you may not be on the actual platform, sometimes your presence will make a difference to somebody that's on the, the chat. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for you, you, and you. Y'all tag somebody. Y'all know what we do. We share this gospel. We share uh, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the power of God unto salvation, which is the power of God unto deliverance and healing, which is the power of God that will roar peace and healing. Amen. And I hope that you are blessed. Lenora Curry, all the way from Maryland, is on. Tamika Charles is on. Listen, Tamika is coming. Tamika is coming in the new year. And I can't wait because it's going to be some new voices uprising in the new year that I am setting a platform that they got a word in their mouth to share to somebody. Amen. Amen. And so I'm encouraged. Amen. Um. And I just thank God for everybody that's come on. Come on and tag somebody. Share this live. Share this live. I love you so very much. Let me tell you, we're going to go right into prayer. And right after that, I'm going to introduce the woman of God. Father, we thank you. And we bless your name and we give you glory. We intercede tonight that you will begin to shake the very foundations of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. We pray, God, that you will begin to change his direction, his scheme, his plot, Father God, that will come to attack uh, the people, that will come to burden the people, that will come to uproot the people, that will come to tear your people down, God. I pray, God, that you will put a sever, a limitation, my God, on his assignment to arrest your people. Father God, whom the sun set free is free indeed. So we walk in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. We are no longer entangled with the yoke of bondage with the yokes of our feelings, with the yokes of things that we want to do, God. But we yield ourselves. We yield our members to you. And we ask, God, that you would just begin to intercede like you said. I pray that your faith fail not. And only when the enemy try to sift us as we, God, that you would give us sustaining power to endure to the end. That you would give us, my God, strength from unexpected places that we will be able but to carry on and go on, Father God, in the spirit of meekness and peace, God, in the name of Jesus. We bless you, God. We give you glory and honor. Those that are grieving, those that are going through, those that, oh God, that have, that's died, that the enemy tried to take and 
stuff there like I speak life. I speak deliverance. I speak wholeness. I speak healing. The enemy God tried to tear emotions all over the place even during these holiday times. But I speak strength. I speak healing. I speak mental health in the name of Jesus. I speak wholeness and wellness to the mind, in the heart, in the spirit, in the emotions, God, that you will stabilize them. God, you've given us another chance of a lifetime to get our houses in order. You've given us another chance of a lifetime, God, to see the revelation of the Lord, God, that you're soon to come and that we need to put things in place, Father. You've given us another chance and an opportunity, Lord God, to be able to serve you with gladness and come before your presence with thanksgiving. And we don't take it for granted. But God, we say use the woman of God. Give us what thus saith the Lord tonight. And God, we have an ear to hear what the spirit has to say unto the church. We need a rhema word. We need a logos word. Give us a word right now. We pull on the anointing of the woman of God now in the name of Jesus. Send out an anointing that will destroy the fatter, destroy the yoke. Send down the anointing that will loose the heaviness and loose, oh God, the mind and give it a stable mind in the name of Jesus. Oh God, loose the anointing that will set the captive free. Send a word that will revive, settle, and establish. Send a word that will break through and break out your people of God and give them a new perspective. And we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I am honored that we have Minister Carol Levi from Brooklyn, New York. Amen. And who I have the pleasure of serving in ministry at the True Gospel Ministries under the leadership of Pastor John McArthur, which is her son, which is my brother. And I am so honored. Me and uh, Mama Levi have been really connected. Um, my God in the spirit, but definitely in work of doing um, Bible study for True Gospel on Wednesday nights since the summertime. Pastor John just act like it was going to be for one week and here it is. We are in a new season and I'm still on board with Mama Carol tag team it and making sure we feed the people of God and making sure that um, the guard, the gate is guarded. Amen. And so we thank God for entrusting us. First of all, God has entrusted us with the assignment to be faithful of a few things. And so the Lord has made us rule over many. Listen, she is a kingdom teacher and we ought to respect her as that. She is um, nothing less than the preacher. She's nothing less than an apostle. She's nothing less than a prophet, evangelist, or what have you. She is a kingdom teacher, and I value and respect the kingdom teaching anointing that God has placed over her life. She don't play with the word. She knows the word, and in that word, she is going to make sure the spirit of error does not enter into our church enter into the believer's life and enter into the kingdom of God. And so we thank God and we say, God bless, God anoint, and God use Minister Carol Lee in Jesus' name. 
Glory to God. Glory to God. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. First, I want to thank you for not thinking it robbery to tune in to hear a word from God tonight. I want to thank God for my son, Pastor John MacArthur, who is the senior pastor of True Gospel Ministries at 53 Belmont in the Brooklyn, in Brooklyn area. We thank God. We thank God for him. And because of him that we have this connection here tonight, as Elder D said, we do our tag team teaching on Wednesday. We do tag team team teaching on Wednesday. And I love my true gospel family. And look what the Lord has done because now I'm extended to the New Jersey family. And I just want to say to God be the glory for great things he has done and great things he will continue to do in and through our lives. To my family, to my husband who's watching, I say thank you. Thank you, thank you, intercessors. Be on your post. You know what we do on Wednesdays. And so Thursday is no different because we believe in the presence of God. If he don't go before us, we will not go. So hallelujah, hallelujah. We give God praise tonight. And open up, you get your notebooks. My time, I'm on a clock tonight, but I'm gonna rely on the leading of the Holy Spirit, amen. And we, I want to lift our subject tonight from John, John chapter 8. The reading, the entire reading is from verse 3 to 11. It's a very familiar story in this book. However, I'm just going to focus on verse 6 and verse 8. And this is the story of the woman that was caught in the act of adultery that the Pharisees, the scribes and the Pharisees brought to Jesus when he was in the temple. And I oftentimes wonder, how is it that if someone is caught in an act that, 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 caught, that would, would need two people, how is it that only one person came before Jesus? How is it she was the one standing in the hall of shame before Jesus as they accused her of committing adultery? But that's not my focus on tonight. My focus on tonight is what is written in verse six in the latter part. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. He did not hear the accusers because he was writing in the ground. And verse 8 states, and again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Hallelujah. If I was to give a topic to this brief dialogue tonight that we're going to have, the question will be asked of all of us is, what is in our dirt? What is in our dirt? We see here the setting of an exposure, and, 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 and they brought her here, and she was probably most embarrassed. She was probably most embarrassed, and I bear to, 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 to figure out how she felt. But in life, we all had or go through embarrassing situations. And we see that, that since the topic here is what is in our dirt, because every one of us has a little something that we don't want anyone to know about. 
And so let's go and let's look at dirt. What it, what, where does dirt occur in the word of God? Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter seven. And this is the formation of us as humans. We see that in the formation of man by God from the dust of the earth. Genesis chapter two, verse seven, God formed man, myself and you from dust. So we see there was a strategic strategy that God used that when he had created everything, he took dust and he formed us. Hallelujah. And he did not just form us, but he created us in Genesis 1:27 in his image and his, his likeness from dust. Oh, I, I want us to just, just to think about it for a minute. How could God create us from dust? He formed us. He formed our head, our neck, our backbone, our spine, our fingers, our toes, our other body parts. And then we have, we have in there the muscle and, and the river and, and, and every tissue and every sinew and every part that makes up our body from dirt. So the importance of dirt, there's formation in dirt. So this is the first thing we see the benefit of dirt because God used it to create us. Here is another thing about dirt in the word of God. In the said book of Genesis chapter two, verse 11, it states that there's treasure in the dirt. Why? Because in the garden of Eden, there were rivers. And in the first river in the Garden of Eden, Python, there is gold. You can look it up for yourself. Genesis chapter 2, verse 11. There is gold. Now, in our world today, excavation is needed. They dig deep down into the dirt and they pull up these minerals. There's minerals down there. There's, there's gold, there's silver, there's other precious stones. So buried in the dirt, there's treasures. Buried in the dirt, there's value. What is in our dirt? You let's act, let's make it personal. What is in my dirt? What is in my dirt that God tonight, but by his power, he, the Holy Spirit could excavate and in an excavating it could show us our value. Some of us is in a state where we feel since the pandemic that we have no value. Why? Because our job just dismissed us. So mentally, that's causing us to feel that we have no worth. They just dismissed us. They closed the building. They closed the office and they sent me home. So by this, I'm now feeling that I have no value. Here God is saying, in the dirt, there's value. So in the body of Christ, God formed you, first of all, in his image and in his likeness from dirt. And in the dirt, there's hidden treasures. What is in my dirt? God, what is buried that you can excavate tonight that can add value to my life, that can restore me, that can help me to feel alive again? You alone can answer that question, what is in my dirt? What jewel, God, could you excavate that will cause me to feel of value again? Thank you, Father. And here it is again in Genesis. Hallelujah. The dirt, in the dirt, there is a voice. 
in the dirt there is a voice why do you say in the dirt there is a voice genesis chapter 4 verse 9 and 10 there is an encounter there is a conversation there is um god approached Cain and asked him, where is his brother? Cain had the audacity to say, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? In the dirt, Jesus answered unto him and said, the blood of Abel cried unto me from the ground. So the dirt speaks. Huh? The dirt has a voice. What is buried deep within us that no one knows about, that now that we're rededicating our lives to God, now we're recommitting ourselves to God, now that we're saying, Father, I surrender all, use me. And in that statement, God is excavating some things that we have done years ago, some things that no one knows about and it is now speaking to us it is now causing us not to rest it's now causing us to be uneasy what is in my dirt what is in my dirt hallelujah let us be honest tonight we have all done things that no one knows about if the real minister Carol will stand up, many people may not want to be with her anymore because then I will show the, the, the evidence of what is hidden or what God has excavated. Glory to God. So the earth speaks, the ground speaks, the dirt speaks because here God said in the word of God, it states the blood of Abel cries unto me. What is crying deep within you that no one knows about that right now you want to just say, God, take it. Take it so that I can get rest. Take it so that I can have peace. Take it, God, so that I can be used of you. Because guess what? We don't want the things that's buried down in the dirt that's crying out onto us right now. And we don't want to put a deaf ear to it and ignore it. Why? Because then after he was so presumptuous, was he did not come to God with it, but he tried to hide it. Uh, but this word is come tonight to cause us to realize, God, I can come to you and I could say, you know what, God, I surrender. I surrender whatever is crying out inside of me, whatever wrong I've done, whatever wrong that, that I did, whatever lie that I told, whatever, you know, ah, Jesus, 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 the abortion that I had, glory to God, the, 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 that nobody knows about God. It's it's bothering me now. It's, it's, it's affecting me now, Jesus. So God help me because it is crying out now. It is crying out from the dirt, from the depth of my soul, this thing that I did is crying out. God, the affair that I had that no one knows about Jesus, it is crying out. So God, help me. It is speaking. So we see that the dirt speaks. What is in our dirt tonight? What is in the dirt? What is in the dirt? I know what's in my dirt. What is in your dirt? And Jesus is here tonight to help us with the things that are in our dirt. He wrote in the dirt and we see that the accusers we are so familiar with it that bit by bit as he began to write they were waiting for him to decree a sentence upon her so that they could stone her but bit by bit we see that they just had to drop the stones that they had in their hands to kill her if we don't open up to God, the things that are hidden in us, the dirt, the things that we did that's buried deep within us, it will kill us. It will kill 
us. It will kill our goals. It will kill our dreams. And it will kill us in the desire for God to use us. So tonight, the question again is asked, what is in our dirt? There's another illustration with the dirt. And that is found in Matthew chapter 25, verse 25. We see that the servant hid the talent. Why? Because he was afraid. And it states, and when the, when, when the master asked him, he said, and I was afraid and went and hid the talent in the earth, in the ground, in the dirt. What is it that God has given to you that you have hidden? What is it that God has given to me that I have hidden it because I am afraid? And all these things can cause us to be afraid not being not wanting to be found out as to the things that we did not not accepting our worth in Christ that we are formed in the image and in the likeness of God not realizing that we are precious in his sight we are gems we are precious we are valuable to him not realizing that can cause us to be afraid and cause us to hide the talent the gift what that he has bestowed upon us the ministry that we refuse to give birth to God because I am afraid that someone will find out of my my past and they will expose me and they will present me God and then I might face the a possibility of being stoned. God, I hid the talent because um, they, don't, they didn't know that I have it. I, don't, I was told I couldn't accomplish it. I was told that I'm not worthy. I was told that because of my last name and my daddy did this and my mama did that, that I'm not worthy, God. But just let us realize tonight that when God saved us, he, we are now part of the body of Christ. So the old Adam is washed away and we are now joint ears with Christ. So let us now do what we have to do, not being afraid. Let us, let us excavate, ask the Holy Spirit tonight to do excavation and excavate everything, excavate our worth, excavate our desire to serve God and not just to serve him, but to be an ambassador for him, that God, wherever you send me, I will go. Whatever you ask of me to do, I will do. And my body and my temple and I will be a vessel of honor. I will no longer be a vessel that's hidden. I will no longer be a vessel that's behind the covered God, but because I want you to excavate my dirt tonight, I will be valuable and your Holy Spirit will let me know who I am. Praise God. What is in my dirt? You can ask the question for yourself. Lord, Holy Spirit, what is in my dirt that no one knows about? Help me, God. This is a revival. Help me, God. So as I end the year, I will not end the year with shame. I will not end the year with regret, God. This is the 11th month. I've suffered through a lot. I've suffered through many years, God, because no one knew of the thing that I did that's now speaking to me because I have decided to go with you all the way, God. So now I've come to a crossroad where I have to accept what I've done and I've have to, I have to come to you and ask you to forgive me. If Cain had asked God to forgive him, he would not have been cursed. 
So therefore, if we don't ask God to forgive us, then we will forever be afraid and we will forever stay hiding the gift and the talents that God has bestowed upon us, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Let's go back to the topic at hand. What is in the dirt? No one knows what Jesus wrote as the accusers came to him with this woman who was probably so embarrassed. And there's some things, let's be real, that embarrasses us that we want no one to know about. But somehow they found out. What have we done that put our accusers in the place to accuse us? We have, in this, in this instance, she has placed herself in a situation even though the person that committed the adultery with her is nowhere in, 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 in this picture, is nowhere mentioned in the parable. So she's alone in her shame. And sometimes we of ourselves, we create situations that causes us to be ashamed and causes others to point fingers at us because we stepped out of line. As Christians, when we step out, that's why Jesus died to redeem us back to himself. And as unbelievers, you don't know better. And that's why Jesus died to redeem you back to God. Sin separates us from God. And if you don't know Christ tonight and you're listening and you've made a mistake, yes, forgiveness at the cross is for you. But as Christians, just be, let's us not be remiss in thinking that I can always say the devil is the accuser of the brethren because if we step out and we do something wrong, then leadership has a right to, to chastise us. Leadership has a right to correct us and, and, and forgive us and deal with us in love. This is what Jesus did. In the human side of Jesus, we know that Jesus died, but Jesus did not stay dead, he arose. And when the trump of the Lord shall sound on that day, those that are buried, those that are in the dirt shall rise first. Those that are in the dirt, when the trump of the Lord shall sound, those that are in the dirt shall rise first. And those who are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him in the air. What have I done, God, that will cause my dirt to embarrass me? What have I done that would cause me to hide my talents in the dirt? What have I done, God, that will cause me not to realize that I'm valuable? So God, tonight, speak to me, speak to us, and help us to realize that there's value in our dirt. What is in my dirt? There's value in the dirt. There's value in the dirt. Not us let be, not us let become victims to our conscience, victims to our past. But tonight, let us ask God, Holy Spirit, excavate, pull up, excavate the things that are, are, that were revealed to me tonight that I probably did not even know. Jesus, help me. The felony, God, that I committed that no one knows about. I'm going now for the interview. Help me, God, not to not go into promotion because I'm afraid, I'm ashamed of that that may come up in my record. Let us confess. For if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. After Jesus wrote in the dirt, one by one, the accusers left. Jesus did not convict her. He forgave her. He did not convict her. He forgave her. 
And what did he say? He asked her, praise God, for time. I can't go into this, but another time we, we will. Hallelujah. And at the end of it all, verse 10 states, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, woman, where are those and accusers? Had no man condemned thee? She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Just go and sin no more. Regardless to what is in the dirt, Jesus is not a Jesus of condemnation, but Jesus is a Jesus of forgiveness. Jesus is a Jesus that draws us closer to him. And even though most of us on this on this Zoom tonight may be Christians, let us all remember there's something in our dirt, but let us go to God and let him forgive us because he will not condemn us, but he will forgive us of our sins. So let us openly ask God, Lord, Forgive me for this thing that's in my dirt so I will not hide my talent when the time comes, when you call upon me to serve you, when you call upon me to stand up for you, God. This will not come to condemn me. The thing that I did that's in my dirt, God, will not condemn me anymore. It has condemned me for all these years. For all these years, I've lived in condemnation. So God, tonight, excavate, excavate stir up, dig up my dirt. In dirt, there's so many things. But tonight we ask God that he will search us and not just search us, but search the inner parts of us in the dirt. Dig deep in our dirt, God. And again, what is in my dirt? I'm gonna make it personal. What is in my dirt? You ask God, God, what is in my dirt? I mean, he's already revealed to you what is in the dirt. So just present it now to him and ask him to forgive you. Praise God. And as you go tonight, live in the grace of God and enjoy this chance of a lifetime because tomorrow is not promised to us. So enjoy this chance that you have today. I'm gonna enjoy this chance that God has given me today as we continue to grow in grace and live to be ambassadors for him and to be true examples in this kingdom ministry in the body of Christ. Elder D, glory to God. Amen. Amen. God. What a rich word. Hallelujah. What a rich word. What I can hear in the spirit that we have to confess our dirt and when we confess our dirt to jesus christ then be obedient to what his commands are for us and then that will equal excavation the removal plus it will equal expunge i heard the spirit that he will make a expunge for you that's what he did with that woman that was caught in the very act of adultery. She was in the act of having sex with the man, okay? But when she confessed to Jesus and then she was obedient to him saying, get yourself together, okay? And he called her into a place of accountability. Where, where's the one you was with? Where are the people that, you know, was, that was getting ready to cast this stone? Where's everybody at? Calling it, see, confession calls for accountability. 
And that's what we, and that's why we can't hide in our dirt. Because God, and going back to Genesis, the reason why he, Adam, I gave you the command. Where art thou? What's going on? I gave you the command. I'm holding you responsible who I gave the command to. He had to confess his dirt. Come on. He tried to blame it on the woman. Uh-uh. He had to be accountable. Confession calls for accountability. God already know, but he's trying to see if you're going to expose the dirt that he already know. And then once you do that and you obey him, come on. Now we can have him to remove what is not necessary. Now you can have him to remove that is a weak part of you. And that's where you begin to see who God is, that he is a forgiving God that he is an honorable God, that he is a faithful God, that he's not a cast the stone God. Come on, that's where you begin to see he is a redeeming God because he could have cast the stone and could have blinked and the stones could have put you out. He could have killed you while you was in your dirt. But thanks be unto God that still gives us victory in the dirt, confessing the dirt, and causes us and set us in a place to triumph as if we have never done it before he'll make you so clean that you will become justified and then he'll clean you up some more because i'm still in the refiner's fire he'll clean you up some more and then you gotta shine on you that i'll glorify you and use you with your dirty stuff with your dirty self I'll still use you. I still called you. I still appointed you. And what the devil, people tried to put dung on you. I'm going to use that dung to grow you. Because that's where the fruit of God begin to develop when you go through the process of the dirt. Come on, something good comes out of dirt. Something good comes out of soil. Don't those fruits and vegetables come out of it? So God is saying to you, I don't care what you've done. Confess and be obedient and I will justify and glorify and expunge what you've gone through. I'll clean it up as if you never did it in your life. But what I want you to do is use the good dirt and the bad dirt and be transparent and help somebody else. You can't help nobody else if you don't see God in your dirt. Sometimes pimples gotta come up to show that there's, there's an infection or there's dirtiness in your skin. Come on. Sometimes he gotta expose you in your dirt because he's not trying to break you down. He's trying to bless you and help you to see who he is. If the woman that was caught in adultery never had to come to a confession, she might have continued to kept sleeping on. Tell somebody I met God in my dirt. I don't care what kind of preacher, prophet, whoever you are, you were born in dirt. Dirt is sin and you were shaped in sin. Ain't nothing good about us 
but thanks be unto God that he is the rock in the weary land. He's better than Clorox. He's better than Lysol wipes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we thank God. We understand our dirt from a different perspective. We see our dirt from a different perspective. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we give him praise and we give him honor. And we praise him for our dirt. And what the enemy tried to put on you. He said your sins are as filthy rags. Dirt is filthy. That's why I'm trying to tell you, none of us are without sin. Whether you did what the woman in the Bible did, come on. Paul had dirt. He was a murderer. David had dirt. He was a murderer and an adulterer. His son had dirt. He was a molester and incestor. Come on. It's dirt all through the Bible. But God is showing us examples that reflect some of us and to let us know if he didn't forget about them, surely he's not going to forget about us. Surely if he raised them out of the muck and the mari, that sound like dirt to me, and set, them, set their feet on a rock to stay and bless their going in and their coming out, surely God is on your side. That's what the scripture said. And no weapon that's been formed against you about your dirt shall be able to prosper. But one thing about it, don't get around your dirt. Don't become delusional about your dirt. Don't act so pride and arrogant about your dirt. Hallelujah. You better stay in a humble role. Hallelujah. He said, if you humble yourself before me, I'll exalt you in due season. Hallelujah. Amen. So we got to realize and understand we are undergirded by the word of the living God. Undergirded by the word of the living God and we are strengthened through prayer. Amen. So we thank God for the woman of God on tonight. We thank God for her uh, pouring out. Amen. That's right. It don't take long. Honey, if y'all understand that late church, all day church and all of that carrying on that we did before this pandemic, it don't take God long. You, we as priests, we got to stay in the realm of the spirit so we can hear God quick. Amen. And be able to deliver in time and on time. And you go through your deliverance because your deliverance is based on how receptive you are. How receptive, how open you are. Amen. And you open up yourself and you open up your spirit. You will be able to the fat of the land, the good of the land. Amen. Amen. So we honor those um, that came from New York and New Jersey and those that um, that will see this live later on. We ask that you need Christ in your life. We want to open this opportunity for you to accept Christ into your life. Amen. We cannot 
do anything without him. We will be like a ship without a sail. Without a sail, there is no guidance, no direction, no um, no path, no goals, no nothing in life. Amen. Um, what goes on in the world will overtake us, overwhelm us, and take us out. But when you have Christ, you are able to go through and endure and have peace when you're supposed to be in misery, when you're supposed to be perplexed, when you're supposed to be confused. Amen. So we just come in direct and straightforward and say, you cannot do nothing without Christ. And let me tell you something. Um, I don't care who you serve. I don't care who you serve. At the end of the day, whatever God should be calling for accountability, responsibility, confession, and obedience. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And God wants to expunge our dirt. He wants to take it away. He wants to remove it. He wants to wipe our slate clean so that there won't be no record, but there will be a report of the Lord that we have a bill of health of clearness. That whom the sun set free is free indeed. That there is deliverance from the deliverer, our God. And he is the bomb in Gilead. That's the report of the Lord that we want to give out to men and women. So we say, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Thou shall be saved. We say the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We said we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but greater is he that is within us then he, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Then he that is in the world. And so we say, confess with your mouth that God has sent his only begotten son to die for the remission, the removal, the expunge of your sins, and you are saved. Find a church home, uh, come online and follow us. Amen. And, and we'll tag you, uh, inbox us. We will connect you to a pastor that will be able to feed you and lead you and lead you in the right path. Amen. And so um, because your salvation um, is complete with the confession, but it's even more complete when you find you a leader that you can get the word of God and learn that faith and learn to walk out your faith. Amen. Amen. And stay in a, a company of prayer. Amen. And being filled with the Holy Spirit, according to Acts, the second chapter. Amen. This salvation is for everyone. It's free of charge. Amen. So we hope that this word has blessed you. We are excited. Next month, we are coming back again the first Thursday in December. We, you know, we got a special surprise, but we honor what God did tonight. Or next month, we will be doing some community re outreach. Um, we will be servicing orphans, amen. My assignment is to um, connect and gather the saints and gather and connect the people of God to um, be able to go forth and mobilize the kingdom through evangelism. But also my assignment is to reach the community um, that we're in and let them know that Christ loved them by giving them um, things 
that they need naturally, amen, and words of uh, spiritual words of encouragement and uplifting to let them know Christ is the answer for the world today. Above there, above them, there is no other. Jesus is the way. Amen. And so that is my assignment in the earth. And so we ask that you will sow a seed, sow a seed um, into mom Carol's life, sow a seed into the orphan outreach for next week, for next month, amen, that we do around the holiday weekend, um, holiday uh, week, amen, that we're going to service the community of orphans. We did the grieving hearts um, in May. So our assignment in December is to close out this year to minister to the orphans, amen. And, and let them know that God has not forgotten them. So um, my cash app is D-E-E. L-A-T-O-Y-A-78. I'm going to put that um, in. Teresa Williams will probably help me out. Put that cash app in the um, the box, the chat box. Amen. Um, we're going to do that if you want to sow a seed into Mom Carol. And because we're going to bless her anyway. But um, if you want to be a blessing to this word tonight, sow a seed and you'll be blessed. Also, if you want to sow a seed into the um, outreach for the orphans, that will be um, a pleasure. It'll be a blessing. And I say a special thank you to you all. I thank God for um, Brother Brian. Um, uh, Charles Bryant, who always, always um, helps us and is a strong key to my ministry. Amen. It's, sometimes it's me and Brian, whoever serving, right? But I thank God for him and his faithfulness. Amen. And we want to be a blessing also to him. And we will be a blessing to him. Amen. So I honor the set gift um, on tonight. I'm going to put that in the cash app. Um in the box. Amen. And y'all share this word with somebody. Some, you know, we all are ministering to all kind of people. You don't have to be a preacher. We all are ministering to someone. Amen. Um, throughout our day. And so, um, amen, it's done. So we want to, um, be able to share the word of God with them because you know they talk about their dirt to you all the time, you know. So share this word, get this word out, and that'll be the confirmation of what you've been telling um people all the long. Sometimes put their names in the box because stuff that is being said by the leadership that um that's flowing, they need to be able to hear and tune in. But I'm so grateful for all of New York and all of um, Jersey that followed us on YouTube, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. I am honored. And great things are coming forth for Voice the Ministries and also Voice the Family Life Center. Amen. And so we thank and praise God. Mom Carol, she is AKA Mama Carol. Mama Carol. Uh, she is a minister, Levite, in that um, local assembly, but we call her Mama Carol because there's a mother's anointed that's on her to uh, nurture us in the kingdom of God. And so we bless and honor um, her as a gift. Amen. Amen. You can close us out and we will be out. Word, we thank you, oh God, for every listener. And we pray, oh God, that this world will, word will go on good soil. 
Father, we thank you for this platform that we can come together and still be in tune with you. God, we pray, oh God, that as we go, that your, your presence will remain with us. God, that we will remain in your presence. We will remain communicating with you, God, and help us to realize that you're not a God that wants to condemn us, but you want to restore us. We thank you for the gift that you've given to us of your forgiveness. Help us to walk in it, God, and help us to realize, Father, who you are and what you're doing in and through us, oh God, to build your kingdom in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Cover us under your blood tonight as we rest. We pray, oh God, that you'll give us good sleep and that we'll all rise tomorrow, God, for our 6.30 prayer or to go about our day. Cover us all. Thank you for this ministry. Bless Dana, oh God. Bless her. Cover her, oh God. Keep her covered. Keep her ears tuned to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. amen. And, and let the presence of God loosen the dirt that want to stick to you. Let the presence, because we need some time of loosening. And the loosening comes with the presence of God and deliverance and healing of God to loosen the dirt that want to stay um, stuck to us. Amen. And that's how we keep clean when we stay in God's presence. And at his right hand, there are pleasures for every more. Go in peace and not in pieces, as Pastor John always said. Amen. Love you all. Praise him on your way out. <laughs>